Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you for coming back to the party as always. This is your host, Brandon, with our weekly episode of What Is This, Honey? I love you guys so much. I hope you've been enjoying all of our new programming. We've got three episodes on per week, and this is our low-down, dirty, nasty weekly episode of What Is This? And actually, surprisingly, today, most of the the topics on my list are quite positive. (laughs) But I do want to start out with some mess. And the mess, y'all, I'm disappointed in y'all. Because y'all are the mess. Now, one thing that I do believe in is the ability to rehabilitate, right? The ability to change and to grow, et cetera, et cetera. What I do not, and what I will not stand for, is sweeping shit under the rug. And what we have done as a community, and don't get me wrong, this is not a Bravo episode, we have done as a community, as we have swept Stashi Schroeder, ratchet ass, up under the rug. Now listen, I know a lot of you queens out there, you look at Stasi and its goals. Because she took herself from a ragamuffin to whatever she is right now, which, you know, good doctors. So I understand that a lot of you guys identify as such. Like, you you feel like you're one of those girls. That girl is the spawn of Satan. She did not feel bad for any of the shit that she did. And when I see you hoes reposting Stassi, I have to assume that you are a low-down, gutter-butt, dirty trollop just like her. Just This is me putting y'all hoes on motherfucking notice. I don't like that. What that girl did was disgusting. Y'all over here freaking out. Y'all will cuss somebody out about cheating, okay? And listen, I'll cuss somebody out about cheating too. Y'all will cuss Tom Sandoval out from the high heavens, but you will justify Stassi Schroeder's behavior and all that bullshit she did with Faith. Faith could be dead right now because of that. Y'all don't realize that shit. Y'all think it's thinking she's just she's just the villain. I'm gonna start DMing y'all hoes and being like, you know you're a basic ass bitch, right? You probably listen to Taylor Swift too. You probably sit in your bathtub and cry to Taylor Swift songs. It says a lot more about y'all hoes than it does say about, you know. Mm. So at any rate, that's my that's my one my big one. What is this, honey? What the hell is this? Y'all get y'all fucking shit together. Y'all cannot feel that bad about yourselves that y'all gotta put these basic assholes on a platform. Do you? Do you really feel that poorly about yourself that you gotta look up to Stassi Schroeder? When we have one million blonde, we have a lot of other people for y'all to like. Y'all gotta like her because y'all, y'all wanna be like her. Y'all wanna be mean girls. Y'all wanna be old, nasty, hate-filled mean girls. Get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit. I see you. 
I see you. Now, something that's almost as jarring as y'all's undying support for Stassi Schroeder, who is Voldemort. I came across this article on the Daily Mail this week that was showing some footage and some prototypes of double-decker airplane seating. Now, I know my traveling girlies, please don't try me. I have been all over the world. I've been on all sorts of planes. While I'm always in the front, I can see the layout. Yes, I can hear you now saying, well, yeah, planes have had double-deckers for years. Please listen when I say double-decker airplane seating. This is a concept that allows passengers to lie flat in the economy class by stacking two seats on top of each other. What is this? The lower seats have more legroom and a footrest, while the upper seats have more privacy and a view of the window. The design is meant to optimize space and comfort for travelers, so they say. Y'all know what the hell they're trying to do. They're just trying to get more people on the plane. Here's the thing. <laughs> now, a lot of people are really just actually stupid. So I'm going to give you guys, you dumbass hoes, a pass. But those of us who think, it's like constantly, the, the world and corporations really are insulting my intelligence. They are, they, they are asking me to pretend to be a dumbass bitch. Y'all, it's very obvious I just want to get more seats on the plane. What, what is happening? Now, do I think it's awesome that people who are going to be in economy class can lay down? Yes, because when I see these planes that are filled, the economy seats are, you're sitting in your neighbor's lap. And these people are going from New York City to Japan. And I'm just like, oh, that, that, little, that has to be hell on earth. And I'm not talking about like young travelers. Like, I'm 21 years old and I got this flight on Hopper last year. It was $85 and now I'm going to go to Thailand. No. I'll be seeing aunties, grandmamas, GGs, Uncle Barino, squished. And it's like they have to, there's a penance for not having the money to pay for a first class seat, which is outrageous. They're outrageous prices. So yeah, <clears throat> pardon my vocal. What do you guys think about that? Because the first thing I thought, and go over to the Daily Mail and scroll down and see the videos. They have people trying it out. I said, what the hell is this? I know what they're doing. Y'all will do. And, and then I want to ask. I want to ask the people. I want to ask them. How much money do you need? How much money do you need? I have a very dear friend who established a company 17 years ago, brought in all these employees, and now that they have like a board, those motherfuckers want to take all the money and fire everybody. And instead of saying, okay, how can we make this work? They just, there's no, and I'm starting, this is why the writer's strike is happening. I'm starting to see this like way more prevalently than I did growing up, maybe because I'm a, what, an adult. But, the powers that be at the top taking 
85% of the wealth when 85% of the people are doing more work than them. The entitlement. Why the hell do y'all need to make so? Why do y'all need to cram these people onto these planes so that you the, the CEOs and the top level execs can buy another beach house? It's absolutely ridiculous. And I just want to say one thing to you all over there. This it's absolute madness is what it is. Now you won't catch me in one of them seats, but actually maybe you will. Well, if they look and let they land down the same as the first class, I might save my coins and, and sit me in premium economy. Okay? If I would have known that they was doing that, this prototypes was available, I would have surprised my man this week on his business trip and would have been right in the economy, laid down flat. Because I personally, when I fly, I don't like to know anything that's happening. People are like, oh, if there's turbulence, I want to know. Mm-mm. 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 Get somebody else to do it. If we're on a long haul flight, I stay awake long enough to eat my meal and get my wine that my man paid for my first class ticket for me to have unlimited wine. Get me a couple of glasses of wine. Because I be seeing y'all in the planes. Y'all be trying to act all modest. Bitch, you just paid $50 million for you to sit up here and the people that drink your wine and eat your food, girl. And then I like to go to sleep. I like to be laid down flat when the the flight attendants have to come by and and say, oh, there's turbulence, and they don't even notice that you aren't. Yes, I'm knocked out. And if the plane goes down, I won't even know. I'm just going to wake up in heaven. I don't need to know. So, yeah, that really, that struck a chord to me. Is it over? Capitalism's, it's going great, isn't it? How's it working out for you guys? You're loving the capitalistic regime that we're living in? Is it cool? Well, if you're rich, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but if you're not, it kind of sucks. Do you know who's really rich, you guys? Somebody who got a long coin. Tyler Perry's. Tyler Perry's is in the final negotiations. I think maybe at this point, because according to MSN.com, Tyler Perry buys the BET and the VH1 networks for $400 million. Okay. Bought it. Now listen, it's a lot of opinions about this. Now, I'm going to give you guys my whole thing about Tyler Perry. I, I think that Tyler Perry is one of the most inspiring creatives ever of all of our American history. This is somebody who lived in a car, was writing play. Tyler Perry wrote his first play in 1992, y'all. It wasn't until what was it 2002 2003 that we started to see the little dvds at the barbershop and those little vh them little um dvds of the plays the bootlegs right because the black the black community had tyler perry's back okay madia that's when we first started to see all that and then he came into the mainstream right he started his own online network in 2007 and, like, honestly, we know the rest, like, <laughs> popped off. And, I, we, I mean, I think people were starting to, this rumblings of Tyler Perry wanting to buy BET, et cetera, has been going on, like, for years. And probably since 2012, when Tyler Perry ended his partnership with TBS, and he started to produce these primetime soap operas for the OWN Network and Discovery. Um, 
Yeah, so after seven years, he's joined Viacom with a very unique deal with BET and BET Plus. What do you guys think? Do you think it's a good idea? Think it's a good idea? And if a lot of y'all are trying to figure out why Love and Hip Hop just moved over to MTV, <laughs> my darling, Tyler Perry said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, get the fuck out of here." I'm gonna tell y'all something. I hope y'all like y'all little original programming over there at BET. I hope y'all like it because it's about to go. Everything is about to be Tyler Perry. And let me tell y'all something. I have auditioned for what maybe like one of Tyler Perry's shows because before now they were typically shot in Atlanta with all Atlanta actors and all his little, you know, whatever. But now he got BT and VH, VH1. Listen, y'all, say a prayer for you. For, say a prayer for me, baby. <laughs> okay. Although we all know that Tyler Perry likes to be the only homosexual in his projects, allegedly. Oh, did I take y'all out? I got on the floor. <laughs> y'all notice how Tyler Perry will talk about every stereotype in the black community except homosexuality and you know this man sucking dick y'all know he is allegedly don't sue me that's my that's just my opinion i feel personally like tyler perry is out here sucking dick that's just what i think period i could be wrong yeah he might not be sucking dick he might be you know tapping ass from the back he may not be sucking dick he might be doing other things but do i think he is snuggling up to a woman at night Child, motherfucking please. So hopefully, I can get a little G-A-Y-J-O-B over there with Tyler Perry's. Because we love Medea, but like, sis. And I also hope that going over to BET and all that stuff will increase the production budget. Because one thing that I, my only critique with Tyler Perry's, I love how he cast unknown actors, giving them opportunities. I love how he writes original content. He's not just recycling a bunch of, like, books, or which is fine, but a lot of times when people adapt books to film or books to stuff, it doesn't go well because they don't involve the author. So I'm excited for him to bring original content, but I'm also excited for them to be able to have continuity and to get the boom mic out of the shot and to do, you know, things. Which, I mean, he was already rich. I don't know why he wouldn't do that in the first place. But yeah. And for all I can already hear you. Well, he's he's a black man doing stuff. We don't we don't give ourselves a pass to do half-baked shit because we haven't had the opportunity to do it. That's not what we do. You don't allow people to yeah, no. Tyler Perry can be an A-lister because he gives he he gives A-list work. And that should apply to in front of the camera and behind the camera. And if you cannot do that, you need to outsource. You need to bring some writers into the writer's room. Take a class. Because let me tell y'all something. Natural talent is great, but it will only go so far. You cannot rely on that body for your whole career. You need to take a class. You need to go to school. You need to figure out the nuances. It's just making you better. It's not going to change the way you produce stuff and you write things as far as like your inspiration. But yes. It's going to make it more professional. Because the way I see it is, these motherfuckers don't want to give us opportunities anyway. They don't want to see us in these spaces anyway. So any excuse we give them, oh, well, it's not professional. You know, they really don't do the continuity. There, There's not any food on the plates when they're eating. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not giving y'all hoes nothing to fucking talk shit about. I'm Beyonce in this motherfucker. Okay? Because they're going to talk shit about Beyonce too. I'm not giving y'all nothing to talk about. Me personally, no. When you see me out here 
on stage, on the cameras. When you see me doing that, you will see a motherfucking bitch on top. Because I do my work. I do my research. I bust my ass before I get there. I'm not learning in front of hoes. I'm learning behind the scenes. So we just want that to be known. <laughs> I just like, listen, I love Tyler Perry so much, but I, the people that I love the most, I am the most critical with. And I just feel like if I know you're great and I know that you have the potential to do this like epically, I'm not going to settle for you giving me, if you can, if you can come to class and get an A on your test, I'm not going to settle for you getting a C. I'm not settling for that. I'm going to encourage you to retake the test. Until you get an A because I know you can get one. Child, I need some kids. Because I'm just doing a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. That's what I have to say about that. And then, Lord have mercy. What is this, honey? So, there's been all of this. Literal, like, so Pat Sajak is going to leave Little Fortune. Yes. The people are upset. They are quite sad. And my what is this, honey, is like, how long is the man supposed to work? On the, like, how long is he supposed to do that? I don't know. Y'all, y'all supposed to, people have to move on. Move on. Like, Come on. Let it go. He did a great job. We're happy for him. We don't want him to die on stage at work. Okay? That's not what we want. <laughs> it's just not gonna work out. It's not gonna work out. We gotta let it go. We gotta let it now, Mr. So-and-so has, you know, clearly tons of followers and people love him. They don't want him to leave Will of Fortune, da, 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 whatever. But um, he, uh, he's got a little interesting, um, let's say, he's got an interesting point of view. And um, we're going to let him leave. We're gonna let him. We gonna let him bow gracefully, and go about his way. And the thing about him that's crazy is, um, you know, he kind of like, y'all. He like is like a Marjorie Taylor Green person. <laughs> it's like he. So all of this happened. He's everyone's sad, but then they're like freaking out because he got a photo with Brian Glenn and Marjorie Taylor Green. And so then, like, I guess they were first sad, and now they're not. <laughs> they're like, Vanna, I'll take a KKK, please. <laughs> no, not a KKK, please. I'd like to solve the puzzle for Pat Sajak, posing with Nazis. <laughs> no, y'all gotta stop. Y'all gotta stop. Oh, my God. Good grief. Listen, he 
Pat Sajak has talked about that climate change activists are unpatriotic racist. And these are the people that y'all be mourning the loss of. These are the people that y'all like, oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe Pat Sajak's leaving Wheel of Fortune. Let him go. Child, he's been working here for 900 years and he sucks, apparently. Which, like, a lot of people suck. Let's just be real. Okay? I'm black. A lot of black people cannot realize that Bill Cosby ass sucks. But you just gotta, you gotta own it. It's not about you. You know? Listen, people be, people be assholes. People be predators. People be motherfuckers, but we don't take up for them just because they have the same ethnicity as us. Like, what the hell's going on here? What is this? Honey? What in the actual hell is it? So we're just going to say a prayer for Pat Sajak in his retirement. Because I feel as though he's not going to be getting so much fan mail. <laughs> he might be getting some mail, but I don't know if it's going to be fan mail, darling. It's just interesting. Because it's like, okay, well... Are you guys who are so sad that he's leaving the show, are you guys also Marjorie Taylor Green peoples? Also, if you are like those kind of people and you're listening, please go away. <laughs> or stay, honestly. Do what you gotta do. Because, you know, I'm gonna be clear with you guys. You guys have not been really trying me. And I'm sure once I get more of a following, people will be coming out of the woodwork to try me. But y'all will all realize very, very quickly. I am not one to be played with. Okay? I'm not one to be played with. I'm a lethal ass bitch. I went through North Carolina, the, the Bible Belt South, as a homosexual with black skin, and nobody put nobody touched me. <laughs> That's not true. Some people didn't touch me and I had to touch their ass back. But nobody, I never had my ass whooped, no L's, virtually or in real life. So understand that, honey. And if you support the Taylor Greens of the world, I'll just see you when I see you. It is what it is. Just understand your trash. <laughs> and you probably are a Stassi Shorter supporter as well. And it's okay. I have Febreze trash back, so I know trash can smell good, but you still trash. What's also trash? There was all this uproar. About, they always want, God, the media always wants to catch people, like, and they want people to be shady. So, I mean, obviously, because it gives them clickbait and headlines. But, like, for instance, Angela Bassett didn't win an Oscar. And there was all this, like, commentary about how she was, like, ungrateful, sore loser, da -da -da, which I didn't think. So, I just think she was having a normal human reaction to not winning an Oscar and probably, like, the last time she was nominated, she didn't win either. Y'all gave it to, what's the hell that lady's name for the piano? Whatever. What's love got to do with it? Get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit. So Samuel Jackson was at the Tony Awards. He did not win for best actor, best actor in a featured role in a play. However, Brendan Uranowitz won and they showed Samuel Jackson and he looked like he was dreaming about popcorn. And when I tell you, they tried to make it a big deal. They were like, oh my God, he this, he that. And it was really like, no, you guys are reaching. He wasn't even listening. 
Somebody would have, if Samuel Jackson would have won that Tony, somebody would have had to tell him. His wife would have had to tap him on the shoulder and say, babe, you just won. So it might behoove you to, um, to go on stage and get it. Because y'all want, y'all want people to be bitter. Y'all want people to be upset because y'all are upset and bitter. Y'all hate y'all's lives. It's, listen, let me tell you something about people who are blessed. Am I going to be disappointed that I didn't win something because I want to win? Yes. Is my life ruined because I didn't win an award? Hell motherfucking no. Because you know how many other people who were acting in, in plays this year who didn't get nominated? A lot. There's a lot of people who, was, who were lead actors in plays who was not up there, even as a nominee. It's okay. So I think one thing we have to learn is that people are always going to come, like, I used to get really upset when I would have disagreements with friends. And I'm like, why are you coming at me like that? And I realized, oh, that's because that's where you are. This is the place that you are in your life right now at this moment. And it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me. Your reaction, if you, if you see the worst in everybody, that's a you thing. You have issues that you need to address. You have issues that you need to speak to a therapist about. You know what I'm saying? You can't make, and this is one thing that we all need to take into consideration. You can't make your personal insecurities the world's problem. Is that a word from God? You can't make your personal insecurities the entire world's problem. Because newsflash, everybody else out here in these streets, they got shit they going through too, bitch. I feel like, and it's like a millennial, maybe it's not just, it's actually not just a millennial thing. I just think I'm a millennial so I can dish out the shade. Your feelings are not facts. And every person has feelings. Every person is entitled to their feelings. And, you know, that's fine. But you also have to take ownership of your feelings. What that means. Right? You have to own. Oh, but yeah, I, I, this is a hot button for me. Okay, because what happens is you're out in the you're out in the street. Somebody will bring mention the name of somebody you don't like, and you're ready to fight. You, you're cussing people out. Well, this bitch is a no, 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 baby. You're an adult. Your childhood trauma is not your fault, but the resolution of that as an adult. And I'm talking about the hoes that that roll in crowds like me, privileged bitches who got therapists. Go talk to God about me first, and then speak to your therapist about it. Okay, do that. Don't come over here with the bullshit because I'm not responsible for your feelings. Do I care about your feelings? Yes. Can I read your motherfucking mind? Hell no. Hell no. Can't read your mind. So, you know, that's one thing. And um, leave Samuel Jackson alone. He is the goat. He is the greatest of all time. He's not worried about y'all hosts. 
remember when Samuel Jackson um, found out that everyone could see the tweets that you like? He had to go and, and edit those tweets. But uh, did y'all see that? Because he was liking some real nasty, Bukaki-esque photos and videos, baby. Samuel Jackson and I got a similar Twitter. Mine is just private, okay? Y'all don't need to see what I'm doing. And honestly, maybe if you had followed me before I like removed everyone, you might be able to find it, but no, child. Twitter's a cesspool. I'm only, I'm only there to see cheeks clapping. <laughs> so I was like, listen, leave Samuel L. Jackson alone, period. Because he, he's not worried about y'all, so don't worry about him. And my last topic for the week, <laughs> oh my gosh. Rose Montoya. Good grief, girl. What I want to say to you is get your fucking shit together. There's a time and a place for everything, y'all. Now, if you don't, if you haven't heard about Rose Montoya, Rose Montoya is a trans activist. She was invited to the White House for their pride festivities. And um she decided that it'd be a great time to flash. Like, y'all. This is, this is the shit that pisses me off. Because y'all know these fucking conservative ass motherfuckers is trying to come for us and do all this shit. Take your titties out at the Chicago Pride. We're at the fucking White House, bitch. What's wrong with you? What is this? There's a time and place for everything. Did Lady Gaga go to the White House, pour blood all over herself, and start spewing her vomit on people? No. She put on a nice suit, a nice gown, and she went over there to the White House. Because now, Rose Montoya wants to fucking cry me a river about the fact that she's losing brand partnerships, and she's saying that people are caving to bullies. No, people aren't caving to bullies. Now listen. If you have brand partnerships that align themselves with political activism, whether you are liberal or not, nobody wants to see you out in the streets with your motherfucking titties out. Put your titties back in your shirt. Stop it. Stop it. I get it. We're free. We want to do, but we're not at Dory Alley Festival and Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco where that is the point of being there. The point is sexual liberation and freedom. You are at the white. Joe Biden has asked you to come take a photo. He didn't want to see your titties. I know they're new and perky, and I'm sure that's great. But it's this kind of stuff. It's like, listen, I am a sexually free person. I will take off all of my clothes at my house in front of everyone and jump in my pool. But am I going to go to a pool party at somebody else's house and take off all my, especially if I don't know you? I'm not going to a stranger's house and taking off my clothes. You're going too far, Rosie, honey. And it seems like you're doing this reality TV star moment where you want to have a clickbait moment and you want to have a kink kink and a kink kink and the shit has backfired on you tremendously. Y'all hoes need to seek help, not attention. Okay? Y'all need to start seeking help and stop seeking attention. This is a word from the Lord. <laughs> it's just too much. Because I, I used to be really close with someone. 
who really wanted to be an actor, creative, but didn't have the balls to actually pursue it because, well, it's extremely hard. So, like, I can't fault anyone who's like, oh, but no, I could, I could never do that. No, it's, it's, it's dark-sided. But they're the kind of person who then, like, whenever you go to karaoke, they're like, okay, well, I'm going to do karaoke. Like, everyone, like, and, like, it's like, bitch, no, here's the tea. Stop going out into these streets and begging for people to give you compliments when you can just go out and, and get a job and go be a doo-wop-wop chick or go sing on Broadway or go do what you need to do, but you don't want to do that because you don't want to do the work that it takes to do that. You'd rather do something shocking in the moment, whatever. No, stop doing that shit. You'd rather get your attention in an unhealthy, desperate way. And no matter what setting you are in, desperation, y'all, I'm telling you, when you're when you are desperate down, it's harder to obtain certain things. You have to be willing to know this is either for me or it's not for me. Because I can tell you one thing about this Rose character. She will never step foot on the White House property ever again for the rest of her days, which seems counterintuitive because it would seem like if you're an activist, if you're out here trying to get trans liberation, you would make sure that you remain in these spaces. And I, and I and what goes even lower than this is I want to say, well, what if that was Queen Jean? What if she was up there with her titties out? They probably would have taken her ass to jail. Y'all be doing too much. You do way, way, way too much, okay? And I need you guys to fucking pull it in, reel it in. It's the same thing as people who don't believe in gay marriage, right? If you don't believe in it, don't fucking get your gay marriage. Your personal freedoms are personal. When you're at your house, the privacy of your own home, take your, take your bra off, take your panties off, let the dick and the titty swing. Do it all, baby. But when you're, it's just disrespectful. It really is. And like, I can see everything from a very rational standpoint. And I, when I first read this, I was like, oh, whatever. Like, what? And then I, re- and I saw the photos. And I said, girl, why get your titties out like that? Put your fucking, your beautiful white dress back on. Because now also what you're doing is you're dehumanizing trans women as people who are overtly sexual. Always the LGBTQ community, even though it's always Father John who's touching and molesting. They always want to say, oh, the, the gays and the lesbians, they're so sexual. Everything's sexual. And then here you go. You can't even go to a damn brunch without your titties coming out your damn shirt. Girl, what is this? Y'all don't be understanding the long game. This is how I understand and see a lot of you privileged ass people. And your heart might be in the right place, but your experiences are so far off, you don't understand. You can't just do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's like being a woman in a male-dominated workplace. Yes, you might want to cuss a motherfucker out and say, stop texting me, dickhead. But you don't also want to lose your fucking job. Right? There's so many parallels we could go down in this. Marginalized groups of people, black people, Latin people. And it's just certain things you don't pull nine times out of ten because you don't want to because you're not a fucking weirdo. But you don't pull that shit because you know the only person who's going to lose in that situation is you. And little Rosie, 
you are the biggest loser. Goodbye. <laughs> biggest loser, LOL. You are the weakest link. <laughs> Not me messing up the DM. That was nothing but the Lord saying, stop being shady to these people. They don't, they just have some mercy on them. Okay, I'm going to give her mercy. But I am going to tell her to keep her DM bra. Keep her titties in a brazier, okay? Because I'm not trying to see all that. Not at a luncheon where I'm wearing a white linen dress. Get your life. So it's class, not ass. You need to do the same hoes. Playing hostel games, getting hostel prizes, and wonder why you can't get a good man. Wonder why you can't get you because you out here with your titties out. Put your fucking titties away, girl. It's not that environment. We are not at the mix. You are not in a cage working for tips right now. You are representing the entire LGBT community, whether you like it or not. You're invited to the White House and you're representing us. And you have just made a fool of yourself. Freedom is not just doing whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it, fools. So, Lord, have mercy. My heart rate is just, if you guys could feel my heart beating, I am ever so worked up about these bitches. Every single last one on my, on my list today. <laughs> it's just some, a lot of things don't make sense to me. And um, I just want it to make sense is all. Like, that's really all I want is for it to make sense. Because I'm constantly asking myself, well, now what is this? Like this video I saw. Child, I thought Rose was going to be the closer. Maybe this could be the closer. I saw this video of this, this young lady in what I can only assume is Florida. Or Alabama, one of these um, Cajun swamp places. She's like swimming in the swamp underneath of a crocodile. She touches the crocodile, and she's, she's immersed in a crocodile's natural habitat. Why? I saw another video of these people. They're like, oh, we're tubing, and then we just came across a crocodile. Why would you put your motherfucking ass into a body of water where you know crocodiles live? Y'all live in Florida? Y'all have to put fences and cages around y'all's pools. You're going to go outside the confines of the fence to go into a natural body of water so that you can be take submerged by a crocodile? Make it make sense. Why does it? Y'all don't make sense to me. <laughs> it's just like it's baffling. I am always so tied up, tangled up, turned up, and turned around about the things that I see on God's internet. And... I saw an article that someone shared. It was not by any, like, reputable source. Um, but I can assume that there's definitely, like, a possibility for it. Like, an internet blackout that could last for weeks. A part of me would be obsessed with that. Absolutely obsessed. Like, what? Should I start a fan club, you guys? Should you start, guys start writing me letters? Also, I have, like, one fan. You guys, she's really sweet. Well, two. Two, like, real fans. <laughs> and one of them has actually moved on from theater to BTS. So he's not really, like, whatever. He still hearts all my things. But um, there's this new fan that I have, and she's so sweet. I actually don't know if it's a she or a he or a they. I don't know who they are because they only post photos of this Isis Hainsworth um, actress. But um, anyway, 
someone in the TV show that I, my most recent TV show that's going to premiere very soon, um, was in a movie with Isis Hainsworth. And so they saw me in like an Instagram photo with this one actor and now they are obsessed with me, which obviously they should be because I'm gorge. Um, but anyway, I cut my hair this week, you guys. And that's kind of the point of my, my fan has, my fan has been so nice and so sweet. And my friends have been, I was like kind of nervous. I knew it was the right idea because my hair was so long and heavy and it just took so much time to do. And I'd had my hair locked for about five years and I did a really good job of keeping like the lint and stuff out, but I have three animals. I have two Labradors and a long haired cat. So y'all can just imagine. I needed to touch my scalp. The way y'all like to touch grass, I needed to touch my own damn scalp. So anyway, my fan has been really sweet. And so have you guys. If you love me, which I know you do, sis. I know you do. Give me a five-star review, right? Five-star rating? Yeah, give me a five-star rating. Go ahead and give me a review, even if it just says awesome, even if it just says great. Go ahead and do that. It's definitely helpful. And it's been really great to chat with you guys this week. We will have some more guests on next week, okay? I just, you know, I'm going to have to serve it to you solo a couple of times, baby. Next week, we have a Real Housewives of Atlanta recap on Monday. We have the last part of the Hillsong documentary on Wednesday. And our obviously regularly scheduled program next Friday. Will I have a guest? Yes. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. Maybe it'll be two people. I don't fucking know. But get into it. Listen to it all. We're going to continue this format. I have watched a few other documentaries. I'm also watching the Missing Persons program on Netflix. That is really cool. So we're going to just, we're going to, we're going to incorporate it. Okay. True crime, baby. Reality TV. My life. It's all. Also, if you guys know anyone who does artwork, can you hit me up because I need some new artwork for my podcast. One of my dear friends who um, started the LGBTQ&A podcast, Jeff Masters, who's now over at The New Yorker, was giving me a few little tidbits of advice. So, you know, you guys, help a person out, okay? With that being said, I love you dearly, and I will see you next time.